Hello, my comfy, cozy friends, and welcome to episode number 48 of the Comfy Cozy Witch podcast with me, Jenny Blonde, the Comfy Cozy Witch. And today I am bringing you a Comfy Cozy Witchy short episode all about June and its correspondences. As I said in the last Comfy Cozy short, it is a goal of mine at the beginning of every month to do a short episode about the month and magic correspondences and meanings and events of said month. And I know we are at June 6th now. I'm a little bit late on this one. And that is for good reason. As you know, I am in the process of opening my brick and mortar comfy cozy apothecary. And drum roll, I am actually recording from my new shop. I'm sitting in the front room of my shop right now, looking out my big windows. I have big windows, just like Cassie Nightingale's Bell Book and Candle. Um, I'm looking outside. The sun is coming in this morning as I record this. I'm also looking around my shop at some of the goodies that I have already put out on the shelves. I have Oh my goodness, let's see, there's crystals and necklaces and candles, incense, ritual bath salts, all sorts of goodies that I get to look at as I record this and as I work in my new office space. So we are in June and it is so hard to believe that this is the sixth month of 2023. We are nearly halfway through 2023 and it just has gone so fast, blink of an eye fast. And I know most of you agree with me. I think this year has gone incredibly fast because we spent the first two months sick. (laughs) My whole family spent the first two months sick for, well, every single week one of us was sick. And I think that just made the time go fast. In the moment, it went slowly, but it did speed up. And there have just been so many things happening with the shop and other bits of things that I can't wait to share with you at a later date um, that this year's just flown. So anyway, June. The sun is high in the clear blue sky. It's time to watch the birds fly by. They dip and dive in the warm summer air. It's time for a party or a midsummer fair. I just love that. That comes from Mandy Mitchell's Hedgewitch Book of Days, and I just love this book. So let's talk a little bit about June and some correspondences of June. So first, I want to talk about the moon, the strawberry moon, because the last two days, we could see the strawberry moon, the full strawberry moon in the sky, and it was gorgeous. I saw a number of people, a number of you probably listeners post pictures of the strawberry moon on Instagram or on Facebook. And I just love seeing all of those. My aunt, um, Aura Starshine, that's her name on Instagram. She took some beautiful, beautiful photos of the moon. She has through work 
this really high-tech camera because I can never seem to get a good picture of the moon with my phone. It looks like a, a sun and there's usually a glare and a big ring around the moon. I can never get a really good shot. Um, but she took some beautiful photographs of the moon. So it's known as the strawberry moon because this is the height of the strawberry picking season. Other names for the full moon in June include the planting moon and also the green corn moon. For um, astrological signs, we have Gemini that goes through June 20th, and then we have Cancer the Crab, which is me, that begins June 21st um, through July 22nd. Um, and I guess that really depends because some say that it goes till July 20th. My birthday is the 21st. So I'm a cusper. I'm right on the cusp of uh, Cancer and Leo. And that really does fit. Both of those do fit my personality. Okay, so birthstones this month, we have the pearl and the moonstone. It is a really good month to work with moonstone, really embrace um, divine feminine, intuition, some creativity. Nature spirits that are associated with June are fire spirits and water nymphs, which I just love. Animals associated with June are bees, butterflies, and squirrels. I've been seeing so many bees, so many butterflies. In fact, a bee came to visit me inside my shop two days ago when I, I've been um, working with the door open because it has been in the 70s and there's been a beautiful breeze going through town. So I've been working in my shop with the door wide open and a little bee friend flew in the other day, said hello, and then promptly left. So there was no shooing, shooing him away. He left by himself. He just came in to say hi, I think. Um, of course, butterflies. We see a lot of butterflies and squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. I see them everywhere. And you know, it's it's so interesting because I posted, I don't know, this is probably a month ago, a picture or a story to Instagram. And it was on my walk in one of the local parks. And there were a ton of squirrels just crossing my path. And I had posted about that. And a handful of people messaged me with excitement, like, oh my gosh, I never see squirrels where I live. And, you know, I was born, raised, went to college in Pennsylvania. So I've lived on pretty in pretty much every um, part of the state, except really the Northwest. So I lived in Pittsburgh, I've lived in Central PA, now I'm in Eastern Pennsylvania. And I've always had squirrels in my backyard year round. So when people were messaging me, oh, I never see squirrels. It just, it blew my mind because it just never occurred to me that squirrels don't live everywhere. I just, I, I don't know, maybe it's naivete or just ignorance. I thought that everybody had squirrels with them all the time, but apparently not. So squirrels. And the birds associated with June are the goldfinch and the house martin. My finches have been visiting my feeders more than any birds. I had robins for a little bit um, earlier in the season, I guess in spring, but now the goldfinches are out. Trees associated with June um, would be the oak tree, flowers. We have roses, dog roses, daisies, and wild orchids. And 
you know, I must say my roses this year are coming in beautifully. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve rose bushes planted around my house. And no, 13, 15. I put in three more. I put in pink, pink ones this year. Um, beautiful rose bushes and they are coming in. So that reminds me as I'm talking, I need to snip some of those for the shop because I do want to bring in some of my wildflowers from my English garden and bring in some roses and lavender as well. I need to bunch up some lavender to dry because I would like to hang the uh, herbs from my ceiling, ideally. So let's move on to some herbs associated with June, um, yarrow, fennel, of course, and St. John's wort. Just be careful, you know, when, when using some of those, especially if you're taking any other medications. Um, just be aware, especially if you're making tea out of any of those ingredients. Scents associated with June are the honeysuckle, rose, and lavender. All three of those grow in my area. Two of them grow on my property, and it's just so lovely to walk outside and smell them because my roses and lavender, as soon as you walk out my back door, they are lining the whole back of my house, the whole right side, the back side of my house. I have roses and lavender bushes, and it smells so good. In the field behind us, um, sometimes we'll take, we have a gator, um, we'll take a gator and a gator ride around the field and you can smell the honeysuckle when you get to like the wooded, the forested part edges of the field and you can smell the hun the wild honeysuckle and oh, I love it. And I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not treated, but it's not my property. Um, so I don't taste any of the honeysuckle, but I remember growing up every single day when honeysuckle was in bloom, my friends and I walking to school would stop and and pull, you know, pull the thread out and lick the honeysuckle off of the flowers. Every day we did this. And we would do it so much that it would get to a point where there were no more flowers left to lick. We had, we took all the honeysuckle. But that was just a fond memory I have of growing up walking to school. Um, and that would have been walking to high school now that I think about it. So colors associated with June, of course, are red, orange, gold, yellow, you know, colors of excitement and passion and fire as we are in June and moving into the summer. The goddess associated most with June is Caridwyn. And powers associated with June, strength and energy from the sun, because as we know, the sun is coming to its highest peak. We're going to have the longest day toward the end of the month. And so strength and energy that you can draw from the sun is huge during this month. The blossoming of confidence is also, and empowerment is also a strong power at this time, as well as blossoming in beauty. Also, dedication, because this is this is a time of year where we are dedicated to our lands, we are dedicated to our plants, we are tending to the crops, we are tending to everything we have planted back in the spring, and it takes dedication to do this. And we see animals um, associated with that as well. Um, some other things, uh, we have... <laughs> I love this, the Queen's birthday trooping of the colors, which, you know, um, when I'm reading, when I'm reading this, 
clearly the queen was still living, the queen of England, but no longer. The beginning of exams. This is so funny that that, that is a, a correspondence or another event. But of course, what I am looking most forward to, other than the opening of my shop, is celebrating the summer solstice. That is the big festival the summer solstice, the sun is high in the sky, longest day of the year. Symbols, of course, include the sun, fire, sunflowers, which are in bloom. I actually didn't plant any sunflowers this year, which I need to. Vegetables, oak leaves. And so when we're thinking about the summer solstice, you know, our ancestors tracked their year by the movements of the planets, the sun, the moon, they knew that midsummer, June 21st, was the longest day of the year and the shortest night of the year. And they also knew this was the time of maximum daylight for doing things that needed done outside, that dedication, that planting, working in the fields, harvesting. So midsummer was a great time of Thanksgiving and celebration and excitement and parties and, you know, we only have to look at the monuments built to mark the sun's passage at both midsummer and the winter solstice to know how important that was to our ancestors and how important it was for them to recognize this time of the year. Because when we're at the winter solstice, they're hoping, our ancestors were hoping to make it through the year, especially those who lived in climates that were not conducive to life. And now, you know, midsummer, summer solstice is here, and they were celebrating and recognizing that they got through another harsh winter and they made it to summer and they have their crops growing and they look forward to the harvest at the next festival. And so I just love, I love the meaning behind this particular Sabbath, the summer solstice. And I know that many many other people do as well. I will say I'm not super excited about the heat that we get this time of year. Uh, I, I'm fine with heat as long as I can be near water, but I'm not a huge fan of walking outside at seven in the morning and melting. <laughs> melting. I do. I like the weather of spring, but I don't like the allergies <laughs> that come with spring. And I'm sure many of you can agree to me because the my allergies have been really bad this year. And I don't know about some of you, but yes. So that is just a quick, a short overview of June and the correspondences of June. So hopefully you can tap into some of those items. Um, some witchy ways to celebrate June would be to decorate your home and or your altar with fragrant blooms, light candles to represent the sun. It doesn't have to be any specific color of candle, but like lots of candles that represent the sun. Another great way to celebrate June is to connect with the fairies by leaving offerings of milk, honey, sweet bread. And in my Patreon right now, this month, I have a lot of fae content. In fact, tomorrow I will be putting out another ritual with working with the fae. That's what the newsletter is about. That's what a lot of the big items in Patreon this month are about. That's patreon.com slash comfy cozy, which if you're interested, because I'll be chatting about the fae a lot. But 
you know, connect with the fairies, sit in the quiet of sunrise or sunset to see if you can see the fae folk, you know, <laughs> glittering in the distance when we think of, you know, fairies from storybooks and fairy tales. You could also celebrate by doing a spell for purification. You can create a solstice fire and make a protective talisman of summer herbs and cast illness aside by throwing a pouch of the herbs into the cleansing flames. That's a really great way. This is also a great time to recognize our local lands and our local land spirits and create a flower and herb offering to those. And I I create... Um, a, an offering with my herbs in my garden, with my roses, my lavenders. I go out into my garden and find anything else that I can use. And I put that in my mortar and pestle. And I walk around my property and just say a little thanks to my land spirits and sprinkle it as an offering. Um, another way to celebrate is to come together with others. Celebrate in person or online. Celebrate the longest day. You know, make connections that way. And then finally, get out and about. Get out in nature. Find trees that you can bow to and respect um, because this is a really tough time. When we talk about dedication and resiliency, this also summer for a lot of people is a time where it's dry. We haven't had rain in almost two weeks. And this is a really rough time on our trees and our plants, just like winter can be. So treat them well as well. So those are a few ways that you can celebrate. I hope that this was helpful or I hope that this just was a nice little way for you to get in touch with June. It's already going by fast. We almost are a week in, but I'm glad that I could share this little tidbit with you and take a moment out of my my day to do so um, because I'm looking at the front room of my shop and it is a mess. I have a lot of work. I have a lot of things to do today, but it's so worth it. I can't wait until my opening. Um, and if any of you are in eastern Pennsylvania at some point, make sure um, you let me know that you're around if you want to stop by the Brick and Mortar Comfy Cozy Apothecary. And then for those of you who are interested in the apothecary but are not able to come in person because of your location and traveling, I am going to be offering a way for you all to get things from my shop without having to come to the brick and mortar shop. I will not be, and I talked all about this on Instagram if you caught it on my Comfy Cozy Apothecary page, but I am not going to have an online shop for quite some time. It's just not doable. I have some deadlines uh, with the shop, brick and mortar shop opening and inventory. It just takes so much time. Um, and adding the online element and the packaging and shipping is just a little bit more than I have bandwidth for right now. So what I've decided to do after talking to some other people who have similar shops is I'm going to offer mystery boxes where I will open it up maybe once a month, maybe twice a month, and this will all be through Instagram. And I'll say, hey, I'm taking orders for mystery boxes. So you can order either a 50, 100, 150, or $200 box. And I will 
curate, I will choose items that equal that amount from my shop and then send to you. So it's a little surprise box of Comfy Cozy Apothecary witchy goodies. Um, and of course, you, if you order, you would have the opportunity to say, hey, Jenny, I'm really interested. I would love to have uh, crystals or, oh, I'd really love a necklace associated with X intention. Or can you curate my box just for the intention of calm and comfort? And I would choose items at the price point, you know, and, and put together a nice little curated box and send out to you. So that's my idea to be able uh, to do a little bit of an online option for those of you who can't come to the shop in person, but still would like to support the shop and still would like to get items from the shop. Another reason I'm not going online is I'm carrying some brands in my shop that I had to go through an, an extensive application process to get these brands. And some of these brands like Natural Life, Karma, you cannot find in shops online other than their shop, like the brand's shop, or in brick and mortar stores. Their, their items are not on Amazon. They can't be found through any third party, Etsy, Amazon, Shopify, nor are you allowed to sell them through any of those channels. So this is also a way that you can get some of those items from the brick and mortar shop um, without going through the third party, because I know a lot of people are interested in some of those items as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let you know um, if you can't come to the shop and you really want to, there is that other option. And I'll be sharing more details about that at a later date. So everyone, thank you for joining me for this comfy, cozy short. I hope that you have a magical Tuesday. And until the next episode, everyone, stay comfy, cozy, and witchy.